podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about whether or not people can change, whether or not people can change. And what's the definition of a hypocrite? Now, look, some of you are like, well, this has nothing to do with MGTOW, but it does, because MGTOW is all about improving yourself on all aspects. And you can argue that being a hypocrite is something that you don't want to do. The actual term comes from from ancient Greek, where it's putting on a false face, a false facade. So actors back then, there were limited actors, and so they would have to put on masks that show like a smiley face, sad face, and so forth. So they would put on different masks. So a hypocrite, of course, is somebody who's going to do as I say, not as I do. So somebody who is saying one thing, typically admonishing those to stop doing those things while they themselves are doing those things. And I think one of the greatest examples of hypocrisy is the Pharisees and uh, the Gospels. And, and Jesus is always calling them out all the time. What do you Pharisees, you hypocrites, you, you clean the outside of your bowl, but you don't clean the inside. In other words, yourself... Uh, you're 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 too worried about oh look when I pray I want everybody to see me when I'm giving alms oh look at me look at me but most of you are wretched you know you follow the 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 mosaic law of of not eating with uh, Gentiles and with making sure your clothes don't have two different textiles combined and all this ritualistic stuff but all of you are sinners and fornicators and and, and breaking all the commandments so. We don't want to be that. Now, what is a hypocrite in terms of, let's say, a man? So, if a man is having an affair and is telling his friends, oh, I would never have an affair, and then, of course, it's found out he has an affair, that's a hypocrite. He's a hypocrite. Now, you see this with politicians, right? Especially the conservative politicians. and then they're, they're, Or the, the televangelists of the 80s, like Tammy Faye Baker and these people. Uh, Jimmy Swaggart, I have sinned, you know, that uh, they have their picadillos and they're hiding it the entire time. And so, look, people don't respect them because it would just be better if they were just honest or not preaching. Now, it is a fine line because on one level you think, well, maybe there are people who are having affairs or are stealing money or are robbing people because they're heroin addicts and they on one level they know it's bad but like jesus told peter in the garden of gethsemane on, on, during his passion the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak and so maybe these people are like i'm, I'm having an affair it's wrong but i can't stop the golden pea is too good or in many cases, just I'm getting that emotional validation I'm not getting from my wife, which is no, no excuse. 
I really want to stop, but I can't. And, and, he, and uh, he tells somebody who's also having an affair that. See, that is more human and that is less hypocritical because he is expressing remorse, but he can't stop. What about your past? So can somebody consider you a hypocrite if you once professed something, but no longer profess it? Or you once acted a certain way, but you no longer act that way? No. No. And again, I, I don't want to quote the Bible quite a bit, but there are a lot of examples of people that were quite sinful who repented and no longer were sinful. I mean, you know, the, the only sinless person is the Virgin Mary, the only person born sinless, but that's a separate topic. But if you look at somebody like St. Paul, aside from Jesus Christ, but he's half God, half man, the hypostatic union, as we call it, the early church calls it that. So you look at someone like St. Paul. St. Paul was murdering Christians who at that point were called the way. They weren't called Christians yet. He was murdering them. And, and look, in his conscience, he saw these renegade Jews who were eschewing Mosaic law and were preaching about this man being a Messiah. Now, does that lower his culpability? Maybe, but he did kill Christians like St. Stephen. But then later, of course, he has his conversion. Jesus comes to him on the side of the road on the road to Damascus and so forth. You guys mostly know the story. If you Christians, you know the story. And then after that, he becomes the greatest evangelist of all time and writes, I don't know what, 65% of the New Testament. Is he a hypocrite? Can John and Peter and all these, these apostles call him a hypocrite when they eventually met him because he did spend some quite time with them so he could learn all the apostolic traditions and the teachings of Christ? No, for two reasons. One, he's no longer killing people, and he's repented of that. He's repented of that. And two, who were Peter and John to judge? I mean, Peter forsook Christ three times. Peter was a coward. You see James and John always jockeying, I want to be on your right side. Jesus, I want to be. So they're dealing with hubris. St. Thomas is a doubter. I mean, these guys have no, no place to call Paul a hypocrite. So like, for example, let's, let's talk about my content. So if you listen maybe to the earlier Red Pill content from like a year and a half ago, you will probably find me on record here saying it's okay to pump and dump. Maybe. I don't remember. I haven't listened to the early content. But I personally had a change of heart. I took a vow of chastity back in October of 2020. And I was with a girlfriend at the time, and I told her, it's like, I can't do this anymore. My conscience won't allow it. I, I just couldn't do it. And that's not to say, of course, I didn't fornicate before that. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. What does is, what is, what is Peter tell Jesus when Jesus is like, hey, bro, I know you haven't met me, but throw the net on the other side. You're going to get a bunch of fish. And he does get a bunch of fish, and Peter realizes this guy is something different. He says, depart from me, for I am a sinner. So, for some time, I was not a hypocrite in that I was telling men, it's, it's, don't sign the Faustian Pact, it's better to pump and dump, and then rinse, lather, repeat short-term relationships, don't sign the Faustian Pact, and if you need to have sex, have sex. Because that's what I was doing at the time. But there was a stirring in my heart, and I realized I couldn't do it, and therefore, if I couldn't do it, it would be hypocritical of me to tell men that it's okay to do it. So therefore, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago, whatever, you, you start hearing 
don't fornicate, don't fornicate, don't fornicate. Because, I mean, with the scriptures are clear. Te- church teachings always been clear. Most religions see fornication as a grave sin. So it's not like this is something new. We all know fornication is wrong, but we've, we've all done it, or most of us have done it. So that doesn't make me a hypocrite. I am not a hypocrite because I'm no longer doing that. If I'm telling you to be chaste and to either be a monk or if you want to be in courtship with some woman, don't be having sex or anything that's, you, you know, they also, any, they, they, they say anything you can't do in front of your grandma, don't do it. So don't do it, you know, anything that's lustful or, or groping. But if I am doing all those things or banging women, then yes, that's hypocritical. But I am consistent. So look, we don't want to be hypocrites in anything. I think it's just best to be open. Have mercy on me, a sinner. So if you're an addict, just be open. I mean, don't tell your bosses probably about it, but your family, don't be hiding things. That just builds up more anxiety. I can't tell anybody, I I need to go drink. Just let everybody know. And in closing, look, we are called to inform the ignorant and admonish the sinner. It's one of the works of the two works of mercy out of the fourteen. So, but we have to balance that out with if if your neighbor has a stein as our eye, but look, you have a log in your eye. Who are you to tell judge? Lest not thee be judged. And really, that that verse is mostly about judging who's going to hell. We don't know only Christ knows at the moment of our death who's going to heaven or hell. But in general, you know, if you are committing grave sin, you shouldn't be like, stop committing grave sin, especially if you're unrepentant and contrite. So it is a fine line. We have to look at our own sins because we're all sinners. Yeah, cast whoever is not sin, cast the first stone. We are all sinners. We are all sinners. And through the grace of God, we have a chance for eternal life. It's not guaranteed. We have a chance. Those who persevere to the end will be rewarded. Christ says that three times. So we need to do a fine line, but, but we also do need to admonish the sinner and inform the ignorant. So kind of know where your foibles and weaknesses are and where your strengths are. And when you see your neighbor, love your neighbor as yourself. And we are called to love your neighbor. So if you have a neighbor who is having an affair or is having relationships, or is not going to church, or is over drinking, because drunkenness is mentioned many times. And you know, so is gossip and slander and envy. All these sins are enumerated numerous times in the New Testament. Then go to them as brothers and just say, you know, brother, we, we, we need to stop doing these things. And that's it, you just do it once, like Christ told the, the disciples, go out and talk to people, and if they don't want to hear it, shake the dust off your sandals and move on. But we are required to, in charity and love, They'll be like, you got to stop doing it. No, just, you know, brother, stop doing this. And then what they do with it is their business. You've done your job. Because when you die, you don't be like, well, you know, your brother was doing all these wrong things, yet you never talked to him about it. So you don't want to be in that situation. So it's best to, A, work on yourself, try to clean out sin as much as you can from your life. And there's all forms of sin. Try to clear that out. And even the lesser sins like pride. You know, Jesus calls out mostly what? Hypocrisy and pride in the gospel. He hates those two things the most. But pride, jealousy, greed, love of money is the root of all evil, as Paul says in Timothy. 
So let's work on ourselves, improve ourselves, improve our, our persons, but also improve our spiritual life, but at the same time balance that out and, and inform the ignorant in, in charity and love. And don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a hypocrite. And in closing, your past does not define you. Nobody wants to be judged for the worst thing they ever did in their life. Because more often than not, you have repented or you are sorry for that worst thing you've done in your life. But we don't want to be judged for the worst thing we did in our life. So it's not right to judge others for the same thing. And we can be so pharisaic and so judgmental of other people. And you might hear me say that here too. Oh my God, she's a single mom with three kids. Now, Blessed is her, blessed, blessed is her, and we pray for her. This still doesn't mean you should marry her, because that is a red flag. But we need to be in constant vigilance of judging others. Because as there is that old saying, you don't think your, your shit stinks? You know, we are all fallen, we're all sinners, and we're on this path to optimization. So let's work on that. But don't judge people for the worst thing they did in your life for you would not want to be judged for that and don't be a hypocrite and what you've done in the past does not make you a hypocrite now if anything it's given you wisdom to teach others like you see this with alcoholics or kids that, that do speaking tours about binge drinking and how or their brother was binge drinking they died and they go around talking to others like i don't drink anymore i did this when i was younger it was wrong or, or you know, I, I want you not to go through this because it will destroy your life. Or you see women in, like in the pro-life circuit who go around talking about their abortions and how their abortions led to post-abortive syndrome. And they're, they're telling girls, you know, don't do this. It will, it, it will destroy your soul. Don't do this. Da, 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 da. So, I mean, we can learn from fallen people as we learned from Paul, St. Augustine, St. Ignatius of Loyola. I mean, there's tons of examples throughout Christian history of bad boys and bad girls who converted and became one of the greatest people. So we, we want to use our bad experience to help others. We gain wisdom from it. We know not to do it again. We might lapse here and there because we are human, but we try not to do it again. And then we teach others to avoid the same things. It's the exact same thing we tell our children. You know, when I was younger, I did this, 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 please don't do this. It would lead to a lot of problems in your life. And you can relate that ultimately to MGTOW. You can tell your sons, you know, be careful when you marry because I, you could end up in my situation where you lose your kids, you lose your money, you lose all these things. So you're informing the ignorant. And ultimately what your son does with that, maybe he still wants to run to the altar. Ultimately it's on you, but you did your job. So in closing, guys, don't be a hypocrite. Don't judge people for the worst thing they ever did. And keep on perfecting yourself the best that you can, preferably through the power of Jesus Christ. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. It only take you five seconds on an Apple product. You can only do it if you have an Apple product. There's two links in the episode notes. One is for PayPal if you want to make a donation up to defray the cost of hosting this on the server. The other one is for Naturopathic Earth, the website. If you want to go check out all the articles and podcasts that we have. Lastly, please subscribe and follow to the three feeds. The Awakened Man, The Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obi Shop. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle.
Until next time.